NikkiSix.com. He showed me how to see that nothing is whole and nothing is Hello and welcome to Rough Ramblings. I'm your host Justin, aka the Ginger Thriller, the Podcast Groupie, the Ginger Bear Heartthrob, the Sultan of Self-Deprecation. Thank you all for joining me this week on another edition of Rough Ramblings. I cannot believe that I have been able to keep it up this long. So it is because of you all that I am here. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Justin Ruff. You can find the podcast at Ruff's Ramblings. You can find me on Instagram at Phil's Fan Ruff, P-H-I-L-S. You can email me at Ramblings at gmail.com. Again, thank you all for joining me. I really, really appreciate everybody's love and support tonight. So I've heard a lot of chatter the past week about a guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick. And if you want to hear a really, really good discussion on what has happened to this guy, take a look at a podcast called Enough for the BS with Tyler and Josh. I think Tyler did an incredible job, or he and Josh did, uh, breaking down the quarterbacks that are signed in the NFL versus Colin Kaepernick and definitely strongly recommend listening to that episode. For me, I wanted to weigh in on why I think Colin Kaepernick does not have a contract. Colin Kaepernick is a person, but Colin Kaepernick has become victim of a media creation. The media has turned Colin Kaepernick to either a folk hero or an outlaw or a social pariah and nobody you want to go anywhere near. Now, this started this past year in football when somebody noticed that Colin Kaepernick was sitting down during the national anthem. Now, there's got to be a Jehovah's Witness in the NFL. And if I'm correct, now, uh, most of my knowledge of cults comes from the cult panic. Oh, most of my knowledge about the Jehovah's Witness religion comes from the cult panic of the 80s. And I'm not saying that they are a cult. Don't come after me. This is what I was taught in the 80s. And I know that they, back in the 80s at least, they did not stand for the Pledge of the United States or the National Anthem. They also don't celebrate birthdays. I know I'm right with that one. 
please don't yell at me. But nobody ever cares about the Jehovah's Witnesses that don't stand for the national anthem. And if they do, I've never heard them. But Colin Kaepernick decided he was going to keep sitting down during the national anthem. When he was asked about that, he explained that he did not want to stand because of the way that our government treats minorities. You were divided into two sides on social media. There was the, you will stand for the pledge, you will stand for the national anthem, all that wonderful stuff. And then there was the side of, I did not fight for your right to stand for that flag. I fought for your right to decide whether you wanted to stand or not. And I heard that from somebody who had spent some time in the army. So I'm, I'm hitching my, uh, my horse to that post. If that's even a phrase, I may be making up phrases here. He became a lightning rod and a social pariah. And for some reason, white America decided that this was going to be the hill they were going to die on. To use a Charnelism from my boy Charnel at What About Your Friends. They decided that this was going to be the part where they said, this is too far. And as a result of that, in my theory, this is why he does not have a contract. Because no team wants the backlash of bringing in the guy who doesn't stand for the national anthem. Some people are saying it's because he's an awful quarterback. Maybe. But he's better than Josh McCown. And Josh McCown has a job as a backup quarterback. Now, uh, again, enough with the BS podcast. Did an incredible job breaking down all the quarterbacks. So I would say to try and listen to their show and I will maybe even try to put a link in my show description. But this is what we're going to choose to draw a line in the sand over. Everybody saw him sitting and decided that was too far. Remember, this is the NFL. And there are many players who love their country, love love their families, take care of them, do an awesome job, and are great role models for kids. And then there are some players that don't. In a pool of people that large, you are going to have some people who have made some questionable choices. We have people that have domestic violence charges against them. We have people 
that have dogfighting accusations against them. And before you say, oh man, this guy's hating on Michael Vick. Look, I'm an Eagles fan. Michael Vick was my quarterback. I supported him when he was my quarterback. The guy went to prison. He did his time. He worked really hard to get back to becoming the player that he was. Nevertheless, there are people in the NFL, NFL's history, who have dogfighting charges. Also, there are people who have killed or had their loved ones killed. Ray Carruth is a very well-documented case of that. And then there's a guy who's treated like a god and is probably like the R. Kelly of linebackers, where Ray Lewis can do no wrong, even though he allegedly, and, you know, Emphasis on allegedly, as the great John Salvatore would say, my money is for me, would allegedly had somebody killed. Warren Sapp beat up a lady of the evening. Allegedly. I don't remember all the details. Please don't quote me on that. So... We don't have a problem with Josh Brown beating his wife. And originally, I believe he got one game or two games of suspension. Tom Brady got four for maybe inflating a football or deflating a football. It was when that happened, I said... I'm done with football. There are three games that I care about this year. The Thanksgiving Lions game, the Thanksgiving Cowboys game, and the Super Bowl. And there were some intriguing games that I might have paid attention to. But for the most part, I said, I'm done with football. I couldn't, or at least the NFL. I could not handle that kind of hypocrisy in a sporting organization. Now, here's something that I just want to bring up to the attention of the people. And before I go into this, I love the military. My dad fought proudly in the Navy, both my grandfathers, my wife's grandfathers, my lots and lots of people in my family fought for their country. And I understand what happened. And I understand the rights that I have. Because of that. Because of them. I stand for the flag. I stand for the national anthem. I stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. 
and you will bet you're a little behind that I will treat that flag with reverence and respect. That being said, let's remind ourselves of a story in the Bible where there were there was a declaration from King Nebuchadnezzar that there would be a statue erected and that when, let's see, let me have to look this up one second. We find that the Babylonian King Nebuchadnezzar had erected an image of gold which was really, really tall that you could see from anywhere. And whenever the music played, it was your job to stop everything you're doing and worship the image of gold. Okay. When that happened, sure enough, Everybody did that. But there were three people who didn't. Their names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were the ones who said, we are not going to bow down to your image. So you want to take a look? What went on in the Bible? Take a look. Of course, the story is that these three men were thrown into a fire, but the fire didn't even singe them. That being said, let's be cautious when we have items that everybody needs to do something in unison. Let's embrace that freedom. At the end of the day, shot, 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 shots. An honor baby boy podcast. You know, I've got to. At the end of the day, the people who object to Colin Kaepernick not standing for the national anthem, at the end of the day, those people probably voted for Donald Trump. If that's not you, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. If that's you, which of those is a greater disgrace to the flag? Colin Kaepernick not standing? Or Donald Trump elected president? We'll have more for you right after the break. What's up? This is Triple D, the host of the Off the Clock podcast. Come join me twice a month or... Once, once a month, at least once a month, whenever I get these out. As I navigate my way through this crazy thing called life, we're going to talk about music, pop culture, and whatever else falls in front of us. You can find the Off The Clock Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. See ya. Thank you for that. So, I was originally going to give the church a week off in this week's podcast, and then... I heard 
I just kind of went with that last segment and decided that the church would get a week off, but right-wing people who care more about the flag of the United States than they care about following God's commandments, uh, they didn't get a week off. Try and talk about some of the interesting things that's happened to me in the past few weeks. I took my wife out a few weekends ago. There was a romantic movie she wanted to see. There was this golden age of rom-coms. Kind of around 2002 to 2005. Where we had a lot of great stuff come out into the theater. And now it's just not there anymore. Every romantic movie is some kind of Nicholas Sparks BS where two people meet at the beginning of the movie. You know they're going to end up together. And they should be together, but for some inexplicable reason that's really stupid most of the time they won't be. So you have to wait an hour and 50 minutes for them to end up together. A different type of movie came out into the theaters and my wife had asked me several times oh do you think that this is going to be on Amazon do you think that this is going to be on Netflix and I said uh probably at least Amazon let me see what you know we'll kind of monitor it monitor it to see when it comes out well that's one of my tasks as being a husband is my wife tells me oh that movie looks good and then I will inexplicably remember it in six months or in three months when it comes out on video and make sure that she has it. Don't ask what or why or how I'm able to do that. Somehow I am and always make sure that uh, she's taken care of. Well, I was noticing I did my weekly check to see what movies were on the theater. And I noticed that this movie she wanted to see was finally coming out in the theater. So I tried to surprise her by taking her to go see it. But you can only, you know, if you tell your wife, I'm going to take you to a movie, she can pretty much figure out which one you're going to take her to. Well, I took her out to go see The Big Sick. And I also took her... uh, our favorite or her favorite thing to do on a date night is go to Carabas and then go to the movie theater afterwards. Well, since she was going to see a romantic movie, I wanted to see if we could maybe try something different. So I suggested Bar Louie since that's even closer to the movie theater than Carabas and closer by uh, force for uh, slots for uh, stores. So we ate at the Bar Louie. I had a wonderful, wonderful waitress there. And she was so sweet and uh, took very, very good care of us. And I had the Blue Louie, which had blue cheese in it. I know that that is weird and... But... I love blue cheese. That's just who I am, what I do. 
Uh, let me hear from you in the comment se section. Do you think I'm weird for liking blue cheese? Uh, but I had a wonderful time eating there. And then we went to go see The Big Sick. The Big Sick is one of the best, sweetest, most romantic movies I've seen in a very long time. It's uh, Kunalia Nunjani. Oh, I probably butchered this guy's name. It's the guys from... It's the Pakistani guy from uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, also stars Zoe Kazan. Now, I didn't know this until I saw her interviewed on Colbert. She is the granddaughter of the great Elia Kazan. If you are not a film geek like I am, you do not know that Elia Kazan was the director of On the Waterfront, probably one of the greatest movies in the history of American film. It's also famous for the quote, it could have been a contender, Johnny. So it had uh, Kumail and Zoe Kazan as the lead roles. I, on paper, I'm not sure that I was, was really thrilled about that, but it wasn't Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. So, Already it was fresh. Now, the thing that was great to me was Ray Romano and Holly Hunter playing the parents. They were so good in that role. Holly Hunter is, was such a, a firecracker. It just had brought so much life to the movie and was funny and angry and feisty, uh, all those things at, at once. And uh, Ray Romano was just vintage Ray. So a really funny, witty script. I really, really enjoyed taking my wife to it. It qualified as a romantic movie that I didn't hate my life for two hours. So there's that. I've uh, in a speaking of hating my life for two hours, wanted to briefly talk about an episode of Smackdown I watched. How is that for a killer segue? I know you're all impressed. I had the kids down here and I was watching NXT with them, and we got caught up. So I had a problem. What were we going to do now that we were caught up? Well, I went to the most recent SmackDown. And SmackDown, I guess, because it was there. Well... In that SmackDown, John Cena comes out and cuts a promo about how great the United States of America is. My three-year-old was in a different room. But then he heard John Cena's music hit. And it was love at first sight. I don't know what it is about this guy. I don't know if like. 
he has a whistle and has like a group of kids behind him and, you know, make our, the R Kelly jokes about being Pied Piper. But I think John Cena is the Pied Piper who doesn't pee on them or hold them as a cult. The kid heard John Cena's music and stopped everything he was doing and walked into the living room to watch this guy's entrance. And by the time the song was done, my three-year-old boy was humming along to the do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do. I have never felt like more of a failure as a father than at that moment. But then again, my wife reminded me, that's John Cena's demographic. And he's right. Uh, A very disappointing thing for me as a dad. However, I did have a few victories. He loves No Way Jose. And then Johnny Gargano, who is one of daddy's favorites and one of daddy's favorite people in the wrestling industry. My first ever podcast interview when I did one for BoardWrestlingFan.com was Johnny Gargano. And this is before he had, you know, of course, debuted for NXT and was going through some of his back problems. Uh, It was when they had the first ever last ever show at the ECW arena. Well, my little boy saw Johnny Gargano come out to the ring, pointed at the ring, and said, Look, Daddy, it's Johnny Wrestling. Now, the story behind that nickname for Johnny Wrestling is Johnny Gargano's from Cleveland. And around the time the Browns brought in Johnny Manziel, also known as Johnny Football, somebody said, wait, if that guy can be Johnny Football, Johnny Gargano is Johnny Wrestling. Now, I'm probably wrong with that story, but that's how I remember it. So that's what I'm going to go with. There was the moment where my three-year-old started humming along to John Cena's theme music, but I had that moment of, look, Dad, it's Johnny Wrestling. There's still hope for him. I still sense the good in him. All right, well, I will try and have more for you right after the break. Want to try a new show but can't tell if it's worth watching? You're in luck. Check out The Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and answer your question, should I watch this? We're a couple judgmental friends who love TV a lot, and so we're happy to let you know whether your show is worth watching. You can find all of our episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. Again, that's thepilotpodcast.com. Thanks. Thank you for that. So I've been trying to think about some stuff to do in the upcoming weeks and different ways I can bring a show topic. One I thought of 
is a hashtag that we could use to ask questions. There are some people out there who have some excellent, excellent questions, uh, such as John Salvatore, the John effect uses hashtag or pause uses hashtag ask a gay guy. And then, uh, also pepper and the salt shaker uses ask a black guy and ask a white guy which is some of the most entertaining shows on earth. And I thought about doing one called hashtag ask a Christian. You know, why not let me tackle some of the religious topics. So if you see hashtag ask a Christian, um, or, you know, if you're, want to ask a question you've always wanted to by all means please use hashtag ask a Christian uh, there I thought there was a close call today when somebody said uh, what's the difference between a gay fella and a Christian and I was like whoa 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 I did not mean to imply that one could not be a Christian and gay that is for God to decide and I'm, I'm done being God and all I am going to do is attempt to love those around me with the love of, of Christ, or at least that's what I hope I do. doesn't happen sometimes and you'll notice it's very hard for me to do with Trump supporters or Cowboys fans, which is really hard because I married one. But uh, I, in past episodes, I've talked about where I think the church, the 21st century church is when it comes to where I think 21st century Christianity is when it comes to homosexuality. And I think that they're nowhere close to where Jesus would have been with homosexuality. Because, you know, Jesus spent all his time blasting homosexuality. And for those of you unfamiliar, that was my sarcastic voice. Jesus never once spoke about homosexuality. And I believe it is our goal as Christians to bring the love of Jesus to those around us. No matter of nationality, no matter religion no matter sexual orientation. So, needless to say, if you are wanting to ask a Christian a question, use the hashtag, ask a Christian. Hopefully I pay attention. You can also at me, and I will try and make up an answer as I'm able to. Uh, there are a few people I wanted to thank for their support. I wanted to thank my girls at Talk It Out, Sharnell and Frankie from What About Your Friends, EMZT Radio, Casey and Noli Hendricks from 
two awkward millennials. And I got to say, they are quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. There's some really good stuff going on there. I also wanted to thank the awkward minority and John Salvatore, the John effect and the bang Nat radio soiled restroom cinema, which is where they talk about horrible movies and they mock them, which is just the best thing ever. Rob Wade from emotionally 14. And of course my wife's future sister, wife autumn from we got the jazz and uh, Nerds with Words, uh, The Buffet Boys, a new podcast I have discovered called Review a Tune, and uh, just a few other things I wanted to go over. I love insecure white folks. Meet me over at Camera 3, as John Stewart would say. Uh, white folks, if you are not watching Insecure, You are missing an incredible show. It, you know, when Lena Dunham first came out and everybody was like, oh, this is the voice of her generation. She's so brilliant. And then by the second episode of the second season, you realize that all she was going to do was get naked and it might be entertaining with the rest of her friends. Well, and everybody realized this except for Lena Dunham. Well, you know how incredible Lena Dunham thinks she is. That is how incredible Issa Rae is in real life. Everybody was really quick to label Lena Dunham, the voice of her generation. But I think we're sleeping on Issa Rae. I think Issa Rae might become one of the voices of the generation, if not the voice. So just kind of think on that. What's coming up for me over the next few weeks, August is going to be a really busy wrestling month for me. I am taking the kids to an academy, wrestling academy show this weekend. Uh, it is $10 to get in and, uh, the kids are free. So uh, my wife gets a free night for $10 plus whatever I buy in concessions. So can't beat that in early August. We've got VIP wrestling, bringing in Lufisto and Andrew Everett and some international superstar. They're not allowed to say who it who it is and then the next night is Eddie Kingston and I have some really emotional personal stories about Eddie Kingston and uh, his work and probably the greatest promo I've ever seen is an Eddie Kingston promo and uh, that's another story for another time then the weekend after that I think there's nothing probably wrong and then the weekend after that I have to choose between Icarus of Shikara or Rey Mysterio Jr. that's going to be a pretty pretty difficult decision to make 
So again, if you're wanting to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Justin Ruff. You can find me, you can find the podcast at Ruff's Ramblings. You can find me on Instagram at FieldsFanRuff. You can email me at RuffsRamblings at gmail.com. And if you are not annoying and not creepy, you can find me on Facebook. I'm not really posting there that much because most of what I want to point post about is uh, our dear glorious overlord. And I have too many people who support our dear glorious overlord and it bugs the stuffing out of me. So I choose not to. All right. I think that's about it for me for this week. Uh, Thank you all for joining. Uh, If you love this podcast, please, of course, let me know. But also check out a few podcasts. One is, or just, sorry, check out a few hashtags. One is hashtag Pottern Family. And then there is also hashtag We All Win. And there's also hashtag Pods in Color. I am not a member of this. But I try and help out with the podcast community of color as much as I can. Because <laughs> that's where the good podcasts are. Did I say that out loud? Um, <laughs> I also like to... Uh, let's see. There's also a hashtag uh, underdog pods it's from a few of our buddies uh, like Chris from Gravity Beard and then uh, there is DFW pods you're going to find some great Dallas Fort Worth area pods and then there's hashtag TX pods so if I am the only podcast you listen to first of all I'm sorry But also, if you want to take a look at um, some of the other stuff going on, those are some of the hashtags you can find. All right. Well, I think that is about it for me for this week. Thank you all for joining me again. Until next time, this is Justin saying keep it rough.